and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. My name is Irene Duford, and I'm your host. And we have a special guest, Allison Rixner, with me today. She's a really good friend. She's in the mortgage business. Her husband's in the mortgage business. She has a podcast. We have a lot of things to share with you today. Welcome, Allison. Irene, thanks for having me back. I'm always so happy to be with you. So thank you. It's so exciting to um, have you back because we have different topics that we can talk about all the time. So today we have no script, not that I ever have a script, but for sure we have, I don't even have notes in front of me or anything. We are just going to go with how we feel, right? (laughs) Absolutely. That's 2024 energy right there. I love it. There you go. Yeah. So today is January 5th, the day we're recording. It's January 5th, 2024. And it's exciting. We have a new year here. And I'm typically like in the last probably 10 years, I've kind of gotten away from set your goals at the beginning of 2024, you know, because I feel like you can set them anytime. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of 2024, but it is fun to do that. And this year I feel different about the energy. How do you feel? I think the energy is very different in 2024 and it's five days in and we're already feeling different. So I'm sure everyone understands that's listening. There's a different vibe. Thank God. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 2023, there were, I know I learned some good things in 2023, but there was a lot of, for me personally, there was a lot of hard things that, you know, to go through a lot of hard things, you know, just in different aspects of our lives, but there was a lot of good too. And I, I tend to focus on the good. That's my, that's my go-to is to focus on the good because I do believe that there's a lot of good out there. And I know you do too. Absolutely. But I think you said something really important. Acknowledging where we've been is huge. There's a lot of looking back that happens around this time of year and taking away the lessons and kind of leaving the stuff behind that you don't want to bring into the new energy is really important too. Yeah. Um, It all matters. Yes, it does. So tell us about, first, tell us about your podcast, because I want to make sure we cover that. Tell us what the podcast is about, why you're doing it, why you created it. I'd like to let people know about it. Well, thank you, Irene. And first of all, I want to thank you. Your podcast was the first one I was ever on. So I got some great training being on the loan officer team training podcast with you. But yeah, my biggest, probably the biggest thing that happened last year was I launched uh, The Space Between with Allison Rixner, which is a podcast that really it's connection through conversation. I have been on a spiritual journey for 16 years now. I know it's not possible, (laughs) but for 16 years now, and there's been a lot that I've seen in the world and and kind of the way that I view the world has changed so much. And you're a good friend of mine. You know exactly what I'm talking about because we've had those conversations, but we have never been more disconnected than we are now. And we can see that in every area of our lives. And so the intention is to really look at this interesting time that we're in. We've been through a lot over the last couple of years since the pandemic and everything that's happened in this industry, right? For the folks that are listening, really challenging. And in those challenges, there's been that disconnection that has understandably happened. But I think now that we are in this new 2024 energy, 
you know, there is this time in between that we can look at the things in our life, look at how we view the world and connect again. And I believe one of the ways to connect is through conversation. And that's what the podcast is. We have different themes that we talk about. Um, it's very spiritual in nature and I'm just loving it. I, I feel like I'm stepping into my purpose for the first time in my life. And it's been amazing. Oh, I just love it. And I've loved listening to it. And I can't wait for more of the episodes to come out because each one has been really, really great. You have an episode with your husband, Oliver, or and you guys talk about relationships and you talk about business and it's raw and honest and loving and positive. And I just, I loved that episode. Thank so you. it's so fun. Just knowing Oliver and knowing you and knowing what a great relationship you guys have, you know, no relationship ever happens without some difficulty, some right. <laughs> conflict. You don't agree challenge. on things, challenge. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not a great marriage. And that's what I loved mm -hmm. about what you guys shared in that podcast is, you know, he, you just show support for each other and I, I loved it. So if you guys want to hear a good podcast about conversations and connection, that's a really good one to listen to the space between with Allison Rixner. So I'm excited yeah. about Me that. Me too. We're excited for 2024. There's yeah. going to be, I'm going to have you on. So stay tuned. You're definitely coming on the podcast and anyone that is, especially for that episode specifically working with their partner or you're in a partnership, right? I know a lot of LOs that have you know, branches and they have partners in that. It's not just specific to the relationship, that episode. So we should actually link that episode. Yes, um, we'll link that. For in sure, so notes. that people can check it out because partnerships are going to be big um, in the coming years and how we're going to come together and try to solve all the problems we have to solve in the world. <laughs> There's a lot to do. <laughs> exactly. So tell me, Allison, in 2024, what are some of the things that you've been thinking about that is really gets you excited, that gets you motivated for a brand new year. Like the whole world is open with possibility, right? With opportunity, especially in the mortgage business. I, I feel like we've been in a world of opportunity. Yes, there's been challenge, no doubt. Yeah. But the ones that have looked at it like you guys have as an opportunity instead of a challenge all the time have succeeded. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, we use the challenge, the word challenge and opportunity. You have a hard time finding that opportunity if you don't go through those challenges and don't go through those lessons. And mm -hmm. I see, like I got into the business in 2020, which is just the perfect time to get into the mortgage <laughs> business with your husband and your brother. Yay. <laughs> but I didn't know, I didn't have like the 18, 19, you know, 17 kind of ramp up into 2020. I joined and I was hanging on to the back of a truck. I mean, it was yes. completely wild. And anyone that joins the business, I've met some people that joined the business in that year. We have a really different perspective than most people. But I think just seeing that, right? And then watching 2022, 2023, there was so much fear. We did a podcast about that, me and you. And mm -hmm. there was just a lot of narratives that existed around things. And being in that space, we had a choice, right? We could either follow that narrative into fear and you could also take that information and try to grow and try to build and sort of block out what you didn't need and take from the slower times and the challenges and the 
hey, let's not, you know, make bad decisions financially when things are great so we can have a little bit of a padding. All of that happened last year. And yeah. so taking that and looking forward, what are the things we're going to keep? And I can't tell you how much my team has learned and Oliver and I as business owners have learned. We want to focus a lot more on our B2B partnerships. This mm -hmm. is going to be huge, I think, in 2024 and beyond. Our realtor partners are amazing. We love them, but that is not all. We mm -hmm. have taken something that you, Irene, have taught us many years ago, database, database, database. We are getting more client referrals now than we ever have. And we're working with Chris Johnstone, Connection Inc. That's popping with Google. And love it. I remember coming into this business and we had a couple referral partners. And I remember even Carl saying like, well, what happens if someone gets hurt or you know, yes. they, they go away in some capacity? Like, what are you going to do? And we diversified. And we've been able to grow our realtor referral partners, grow our B2B, look at different avenues. And so I feel so much more diversified going into 2024. And those are the, you know, now that things are busier and we're seeing, you know, apps pick up and contracts pick up, it's refis are coming back, which is great. It feels like, wow, what's a refi? You know, it's been a while. <laughs> but now I do feel that we've taken this time to really strategize and figure out what we want from this business and we've grabbed it and now we get to run with it. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's so great. So when the new year starts and we want to reach our goals or set some goals, do you have like a system, a process that you've used over the years that you can share with us for doing that? Yeah. So I have a personal process. I'll kind of put, you know, answer your question in two parts. The personal process is I have done a, what's called a visioning exercise and you can't really, well, I don't want to say you can't for me. I speak for me only. It's hard to vision in the future if you're not able to see where you've come from. So it's kind of a combination of, you know, what did I want out of 2023? What did 2023 provide me that I wasn't expecting, which is always the case. I don't care what year it is. And then what am I going to take forward? And, and what do I want? So there's a personal visioning that I've done quite honestly, way before I even had it for business. I've been mm -hmm. doing that for probably 10 years. And it's a time that I just cherish because there's a lot going on. Yes. And there has been a lot going on. And acknowledging that is never been more important. And I feel like we don't celebrate ourselves enough. And there needs to be some celebration in that too. I sure. agree. Yes. But as far as business is concerned, I always, before 1-1 one, one hits, I challenge the team, let's do some personal look back. Let's do some celebrations. You know, what were some opportunities that maybe were missed? But it's more about, again, celebrating. And so celebrating. we do that on a one-to-one. -one, and then we also do it in a team setting. Um, and it's really cool just to come together and have those couple of team meetings at the end of the year where it's like, we're not going to talk about anything else. We're just going to talk about what we've done that we're proud of. And I feel like we just miss that. I feel like that gets missed. And we work so hard. And there's so much that goes on. Yes. We to celebrate ourselves more. Yes. One of the exercises that I've done in the past and I'm doing it again, starting next week with the people that I coach is to, I'm going to have them give me a list. Like, I want you to sit down and think 
for 15 minutes, a half hour, an hour, whatever it takes. And I want you to just write. And I think you and I have done this before together Absolutely. too. Yeah. And just yeah. R- write down all of the, the things that have happened, all of, especially the good, because we're looking for things that, you know, big p- people that are producers, people that are motivated, people that are on the, you know, on the run all the time. And they're always looking for the next best thing, right? All of us, anyone who's motivated, that's how we, my husband is really good at that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We high performers are, we're never satisfied and we're salespeople. Yes. Yep. (laughs) High performers. And so when we're high performers, it's really easy to keep looking forward and not look back. And so I am going to be doing that with the people that I coach to make sure that they're looking back on what they actually accomplished, not some big accomplishment, but what were your wins for the year? What can we celebrate? Like what you're talking about. I think that's so important. Absolutely. And you know what that does? That also brings in that energy of being able to vision from a different lens. Yes. Because for the, for the, the coming year, because there really is two ways to look at things, right? And it sounds so cheesy, but glass half empty, glass full, right? Yes. And looking forward in a place where, okay, I'm acknowledging this didn't happen or this is why, or maybe I could have done, but here's all my wins. Yes. And now I'm going to take those wins and take the lessons and I'm moving forward. Yes. So what is it now that I want? Because things changed so much in our business last year. Mm-hmm. If you look at your goals back from 2020 or 2021, it is, it looks like a different industry to me. I don't know how you feel. It's like, why? I I hear that a lot. Yes. Yeah. And that's only going to continue. I think, right. Things are changing a lot and we have to be, you know, ready for that. But I think, you know, moving forward into 2024 and, and also don't do 10 or 20 that you want to do. Exactly. And you can just keep writing and writing. And that goes into what you just said before about how we're never satisfied. It's like pick a few. And then I think the most important thing is what are those action steps? High level, what's your first action step? Mm -hmm. So for each thing, you should have a sub category of what's the first thing I'm going to do. Yes. And only one start with one thing. Yeah. Because I like the number three. three goals, each with an action step. Yes. And you do that action step and then you move on and you create another action step. But first you complete that one action step because it's going to get you there quicker than if you try to do three or four or five things and you don't even end up doing one because you get overwhelmed. And And I think social media feeds that. I agree. Especially in our industry. Yes. And, And what happens is you feel like you're not measuring up. Like I'm not measuring up. And so I'm just going to not do anything. We don't do that consciously. That's subconscious. We're where we're we're not really thinking, well, I didn't do that, so I'm not going to do anything. Any high performer would not say that, but that's what they sometimes we do. all do it. Yes. We've all done it. <laughs> yes. We do it and we don't mean to. So I believe in baby steps. I believe in atomic habits that James Clear talks about. I really believe that one thing at a time. And so don't get overwhelmed thinking about a bunch of different things. Just first go back and see what you've accomplished, what your wins were, even if it doesn't feel like it should have felt. That's what I hear a lot. And, and I, I have a tendency to say that to myself too. And I have to change my self-talk when I do that is yeah, I did that, but I didn't do this. 
or yeah, uh, yeah, I closed that many loans, but it wasn't really what I wanted to close. And what that does is it holds us back. Yeah. It holds us back and makes us feel like we failed and we didn't fail. We did the best that we could do with what we had at the time. And so looking back is important, but celebrate your wins. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is so important. Yeah. And you mentioned the numbers, right? Everyone on this call is looking at a decline in their numbers in 2023. Mm -hmm. Guess what, guys? Anyone that's still in the business made it through. That's the biggest celebration. Many didn't. Yes. Many, 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 many didn't. Because we, there's a lot of people that did not renew their yeah. NMLS, did not renew their licensing. They're out. And you yeah. guys are all still here. So yeah. it's a big, big celebration to do. Do you have a loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training and how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're gonna practice live with other class members. And they're gonna also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're gonna receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from nine to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab. So everyone celebrates in a different way. Speaking of celebrations, some people celebrate in different ways than others. So what are some of the things that you and your team can do to celebrate that, you know, not a big old thing, but simple stuff or that you've done personally for yourself? Yeah, well, we have a remote team and that's actually something as a leader that I want to do more of um, in 2024. It was kind of hard for us to get together. It's, you know, it. There's always something, right? Yeah. But I'm definitely going to get my team together this year and have an in-person celebration. It's just taking, for me, it's taking time away from the business and doing what feels right at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so personally, it could just be as simple as I'm taking the afternoon off and yeah. I'm going to celebrate that that contract came in or we saved that deal or whatever. And I think those micro moments are important. I mean, of course, you know, there's the, hey, we're going to take a trip because we killed it this year. I mean, those are always good celebrations. But, yes. you know, even just even just taking a moment and sitting in the feeling of of celebration. Yes. Is, you know, I agree. And, and taking the team away from talking about loans and just 
even the conversation itself is a mm-hmm. celebration. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be so big. Some of the other celebrations that are fun are giving yourself something like a, I'm not big on gifts type of thing. That's like, that's like my lowest love language. Although I love getting a good gift. If it has to do with something that I love, I appreciate that. But like uh, things for me, it's not things. It's more relationships. It's more, okay. If I, since we did this, now I get to celebrate by being with you, you know, like by, by getting together with you or For me, sometimes I'll motivate myself when I've, when I've accomplished something by saying, okay, now I get to go and do something I wouldn't normally do for myself. Right. It doesn't have to be big though. It can be yeah. small. Yeah. And that's shifted in the world too. I used to be a things person. And so I always had, and especially being in sales, I started my career at the age of, was I was 22. And I remember getting like sets of Toomey luggage and all this crap that they used to give me. And I thought it was the greatest things. <laughs> and that was cut to me, like getting stars that my mom would put on the wall when I did something right. So we're conditioned. Yes. We're conditioned to, to want things, right. When we mm-hmm. do something. So it's finding those new ways to celebrate that don't, you know, cost money or I think it's more time, right. I look now into 2024. It's like, how do I want to spend my time? Not mm-hmm. how am I going to spend more money. Right. Right. And if we can give ourselves some time back, we all work really hard. That to me is, is what I'm looking forward to in 2024, as far as celebration, just more time to rest. And my word of the year is balance. My 2024 word is balance. I love that. Why did you choose that? Because we all just got off Mr. Toad's wild ride and we could all use some balance. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first word I thought of because it's going to be a busier year. And many of us are, you know, probably don't have the same staff that we had before. Our team doesn't look the same. Our process doesn't look the same. It's going to be, you know, there's not as many lenders or on the broker side. So that looks different. And we have to be flexible. And instead of getting back on a different ride, we're going to try to find some balance because- yeah life is too short to continue to just go from one crazy ride. And we get to choose how we, how we manage our energy and and how we deal with what we have to deal with and what comes to us in this business. I like having a word because it helps you stay focused on that word for the whole year. And when you have a word like that, that's a form of self-talk. That's a form of an affirmation. And when you're concentrated on it and you repeat it to yourself over and over again, by the end of the year, it's amazing what happens. It is absolutely amazing. So I just think it's really important to set your goals. It doesn't have to be right at the beginning of the year, but it's a good time to reset. It's like a reset and the holidays are over. It's time to get going, time to really focus. I was talking to someone yesterday and he said, in June is when I decided basically, and drew the line in the sand and decided that I was going to start doing the activities that will move the needle for me. And it's interesting. He says, and I didn't really do as much as I thought I would, but starting, starting in the summer is when I did what I was supposed to do. And I saw the results in September and October and November. And I said, isn't that interesting that 90 days later, you right. saw the results of what it's like you were clockwork. Doing. <laughs> it really is because we're in yeah. a pipeline business. Absolutely. And 
if you do the work, it will come. And some people say, well, I don't really want to do the work just for the money. Well, don't do it just for the money. Do it to help people. Do it for whatever motivates you and whatever you're looking for. Even if you're not looking for anything except helping people, that what you want will come to you anyway. Yeah. Because you're putting it out there for people. So in 2024, setting goals. So you mentioned that you go back on the year and review first. And then how do you look at the future coming up? Do you have like a a list of business? I know for me, I do business, personal, and, you know, different categories, uh, spiritual, business, personal, family. I know there's another one. I can't think of what it is right now. Health. Health. health, Yeah. Health is, yeah. Health is part of the personal one. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Financial. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Financial. So, you know what? I'm less rigid about it than I used to be. I used to be like, I'm going to put all my blocks and put my three. And and I think for per, for my personal stuff, it's all just, I'm a big journaler. I am planning, I'm going to put it out here on this spot. I'm planning on writing a book this year. And I love to just kind of let it come through from a personal perspective. And I find that writing paragraphs or writing pages helps me really vision what I want from my life in all areas on paper. And not everybody's like that. Maybe somebody wants a voice note that they can listen to. Do whatever feels right and see what sticks. Because there's so many different like planners and courses. There's just, The world is your oyster. You can create your own thing in Canva now. We have AI, right? There's like a million things you could do. Just find what works for you. For our business, we do it by, I mean, we have a small team, but we do it by department, right? So we have sales goals and then we have marketing goals. We have ops goals because I look, I come from a corporate world and I come from a corporate structure. And so I have a really good understanding of how all of these sort of, you know, interdimensional things fit together in a puzzle, because if you're not, obviously, if no one's doing the activity, none of it matters, Right. (laughs) service it, then that also sucks. Right. So making sure that all the goals align are really key. But like we said before, I'm sticking with a small number this year because we've been on the wild ride. We're all burnt out in ways. Can we call that out too? So let's not go into 2024 being like, I'm going to do these 50 things. Like, yes, (laughs) it's okay. Everyone. You don't have to have like 150, 100 goals, just a few, right? That's all all I can handle right now. I don't know about you. Yes. And a lot of people feel the way that you do right now. And there's so many people out there that feel that way. So what I would like to do is just talk about how important it is now to just have a couple of things. We're going to go back to just the basics. And I've really been doing a lot of soul searching reflecting, that's a better word for it, reflecting. And I've been putting, as soon as a thought comes to me, you know, I've always, not always, I've always wanted to be a good journal person, person that journals a lot. And I haven't always done it. I've had years at a time where I haven't really journaled and I've just decided I need to change that. So what I started doing for those of you that this might help, I've been just taking the notes in my phone and I'll pick up my phone and, and, It'll say Irene Duford's journal and the date. And then I'll just either type or talk what my thought was right at that moment. Instead of waiting 
until I sit there with a journal and write, which will never happen because by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I don't really feel like doing that in the morning, you know, is not always the best time. So it just depends on what works for you. But what has really worked for me in the last few months, I've started doing that. And I'll just journal my thoughts as I'm reflecting, as I'm thinking of something, I'll journal it by either talking into my notes on my phone or typing it in. But it's only, it only took me a couple minutes. And right. that's made a huge difference for me. And you and fit it into your schedule. Yes. Which yes. Is what really matters. That's what I'm saying. Whatever works for you. And it can be overwhelming. Just put one step forward. Try something yes. like you did. Yeah. I'm just going to try my phone. Yes. So journaling for me has, is my 2024 goal to journal. I think as I get older, I realize how many things that I want to leave for my posterity. I want to leave a legacy for my kids and my grandkids and my future great grandkids and, and let them know things about me that they would not know otherwise. You know, there came a time when I, when my daughter was getting married and I was going through this thing where I wish I had asked my mom so many questions and I didn't ask her because I was busy raising kids. I had toddlers. I had teenagers. Well, actually, when they were teenagers, she was gone already. But when they were younger, you know, you get busy with life and then you yeah. forget. So I had felt really bad about that, that I didn't ask her those things because we don't realize when we're going through all of the stuff that we go right. through in our 20s and 30s. We don't realize until it's too late that, yeah. and sometimes they're not there anymore or they have forgotten or, you know, they're older and maybe they have Alzheimer's or something happens and they can't tell you those things anymore. So uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because as I think of these little things, they're just a couple of sentences. I have to put them together at some point. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. going to have to do that. Right. But at least it's out there. At least it's out there. And so what cool. it's doing for me, Allison, and I hope it will do it for my family also, but what it's doing for me now is it's helping me get those thoughts out there and to reflect. Yeah. But I'm not doing it like sit down, time to reflect type of thing. Because I don't work that way. I, I can't make myself reflect on something unless I'm in a reflective mood. So when I catch myself thinking that way, I put it in a note and then the reflection is there. And so I can say, hey, that was a win or here's something I want to improve or here's something I thought about. So that's helped me. And I hope it will help somebody out there who's listening to this that maybe that'll work for you. But it's a quick thing. It's yeah. not something because I get overwhelmed. I don't know if you guys do, but I get overwhelmed when I when I am not when I'm trying to do too many things at once. Yeah. And it just feels yeah, it's like hard to make the time. And, and it, that's a wonderful way to kind of circle back of doing the reflections of the year. Because if you yes. have a footprint, like for me, I do the visioning. I have my visioning book from last year. And you know what's interesting? I don't actually look at my visioning book from the year before until I've done my visioning book for the year that we're moving into. That's a great I'm very idea. intentional about it. Now, some people would want to do the opposite, right? Whatever, whatever works for you. But for me, I don't want that time to impact how I feel now. Yes. And it will. Oh, for sure. Yes. It's it's kind of like if someone's picking a word of the year or they're writing their goals and they're in a group and somebody starts throwing things out, it changes your flow. And all right? of a sudden, all your stuff is like, you're like, oh, no, we're so, yes. we're such creatures of habit and we're all so competitive. Let's just call it out. Like, again, we're salespeople, <laughs> but we are. Yeah, exactly. So 
the the thing is to just write your goals and it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be structured. It could be one thing that you've decided. I think it works better when you choose one thing. I think those are some, hopefully some good tips. I know I was all over the place talking about journaling and talking about goal setting, but all threaded together as it always is. Yes, it These is. They're all good things to do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people want to take some time for themselves and be reflective and capture yes. certain things. And I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. It's part of being human in this. Yeah. It really is. So 2024 is going to be a great year. I feel really good about it. Does it mean that we're going to make, you know, millions of dollars and, and have everything happen that we wanted to happen in 2023 or 2022? No, but it's going to be a great year. I, yeah. I can just feel it. Yep. The energy is very different. And, you know, from my spiritual perspective, I'm into astrology and a lot of things. We are ending a seven year cycle. Think about the last seven years. It's been, <laughs> I am very happy to see it go in a lot of ways. It's like, bye. <laughs> but yeah, we're entering a new energy and there's a lot of things that are going to happen over the next few months. And there's a lot of changes to come. So buckle up. I don't want to scare people in saying that, but there, the energy is here. We have a lot of stuff that's going to shift with technology. Our industry is going to keep shifting like it has over the last couple of years. And we just have to trust that we're where we're at for a reason and that we can handle whatever comes. Yes. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of things going on in the world. I'm certainly not sitting here being Pollyanna, like everything's going to be great. It's not going to be easy and life is not easy, but having that lens and having that view of how we can have an impact, you know, what is it that I want for my life that can impact my partnership, you know, my family, my health, our, you know, service to other people, the industry. I can't tell you how, and, and I should have brought this up before, how passionate I feel about everything I saw with this industry last year and what is going on and how much shadiness and all of the things that are just like the ick. I believe that so many of us are here to change that trajectory of the mortgage industry. And, and I want, I hope one of my intentions is that that gets left in, in the changes that are upcoming and the changes that have happened because we are helping people get into where they live, their home. That is one of the most important places in everyone's life for those of us that are lucky to have a home, right? Yes. Um, and we tend to forget that. And I think having a certain amount of respect for that, it, that has been lost in this industry. And I know a lot of people listening, especially people that follow you, will completely understand what I mean. And we have to toe the line, continue to do the right thing by people. Um, and it'll all work out. Yes, I agree. It's as simple as that. Yep. With AI, there's a lot of people that have different opinions about it. Yeah. But what I think is it's more important to connect with people and Absolutely. it will become even more important as AI gets more and more out there. It's yep. more important for us to connect with people and to build strong relationships with people, our clients, our people buying homes, the our people that refer to us, everybody, our family, everybody. It's more important with AI coming out and some people are afraid of it and we can't be afraid of things. We need to embrace yeah. and realize that it's here for a reason and it's more important to connect than ever before. So I just think that's an important thing to, to leave the podcast with today. Don't you think? 
I agree. And and we can't be afraid of the changes that are coming in 2024. That's right. We know there's going to be good. We know there's going to be bad. We know there's going to be everything in between. And I know something that I'm particularly carrying from 2023 is that I have a newfound understanding and trust in myself that I can handle whatever comes my way. I really do feel that way. It's a different level. It's like a video game. I feel like I've been 2023 leveled me up. I'm like, all right, bring it on. I know it's not all going to be great and exciting and wonderful and rainbows. I can handle all of it. And, and I think that having that trust in ourselves and I love how we're ending this today. Yeah. The change is coming. It's here and it's going to continue. And we get to choose how we, how we deal with it. We get to choose. That's, that is the truth. We get to choose how we feel. We get to choose how we react. We get to choose what our self-talk is. We get to choose when we need to change our self-talk internally and change our programming. If we have something that comes up, that's not helping us, we get to choose. And so we'll, we'll leave it at, at, we get to choose. So that's, that is our mantra for today is we get to choose. Yeah. So thank you for being here, Allison. I appreciate it so much. Check out Allison's podcast, The Space Between with Allison Rixner. And I'm just so grateful to have you here, Allison. And I'm excited to listen to your next podcast. And we'll see you guys all later. If you enjoyed the podcast, I hope you'll share it with people so they will get the benefit from it. Thank you for being here today. 